Welcome to Time Out for Anesthesia. In these episodes, you'll hear a variety of experts discuss data, analytics, and strategies that can help you modernize and empower your anesthesia practice. We want this podcast to really benefit you, so if you have any questions or a specific topic you'd like Time Out to discuss, you can email us at timeout at graphiumhealth.com. Enjoy the episode. Okay, well, welcome back to Time Out for Anesthesia, um, and um, welcome back, Glenn Henderson, and uh, just really quickly again, just give us a brief who you are, where you work, and um, we'll get started from there. Well, I've been a, a CPA for over 43 years. Uh, I'm currently with a company called CCK Strategies. And uh, I'm one of the partners. I'm over their Texas office. Been here about four years as of December 1st. Um, had my own practice for 27 and a half years, but saw the opportunity to merge with a forward-thinking firm and, and uh, kind of broaden the horizons, a little more, more service available to the client. So uh, that's worked out real well. Awesome, that's great to hear. Um, so talk to us a little bit. We're, uh, last time we met, we talked a little bit about um, individual providers and uh, small partnerships. This time around, we're going to address a different group of people. Who's, who are we talking about today, and what advice do you have for them? One of the things that, that we've tried to do, and we've worked with uh, some of the larger anesthesia groups, uh, we, we've approached them and told them, that, that this would be a better tax structure for the anesthesiologists that are in their group. So far we haven't been successful, but I think it's worthwhile to share this plan so that if you have enough members of the group that are proponents, uh, maybe the large groups could change their, their direction. It's uh, almost all of the anesthesiologists that are in a large group they basically live on a W-2. They get a huge W-2, and as you know with the tax law changes that have come about in the last few years, you've lost your miscellaneous itemized deductions or unreimbursed business expenses. They're just not even available anymore. So we approach the uh, large groups by saying, if we, as an example, if we've got someone who makes $750,000 as their gross taxable wages on their W-2, why can't we shift that uh, at no expense to the large group, actually saving them some money too, but we could shift that to a $650,000 W-2 with $100,000 available for reimbursable expenses like automobiles, uh, uh, uniforms, tools of the trade, the things that anesthesiologists incur could be reimbursed expenses. Their total package would still be $750,000, but, but they would only have to, we would be taking $100,000 out of their income tax return. So it's no small thing, but we just haven't had any, any receptivity from the, from the big groups. But I think if enough of your anesthesiologists were, 
would express their interest, I, I think that would probably carry more weight than a, uh, a tax accountant like me coming in and, and making a suggestion which was going to change their business model. But I, I still think that that's a viable option. We've had some success with that with others before where we've been able to, to set up a, an unreim, a reimbursement uh, pro process for the professionals, lower their wages, and everybody wins. The, the group doesn't have to pay payroll taxes on, on, the, uh, on the reimbursed expenses, and our client not only lowers their W-2 by, by the 100000 but they also don't have to pay that additional Obamacare tax on their tax return. So it, it gets to be significant if you think about it. We do work with some, and, and we've, had, we've had anesthesiologists that have had separate investments, so we help with, with those things. For instance, one of our clients, uh, an anesthesiologist, actually invented something, and of course, in the process of, of uh, developing uh, an, uh, an invention like this, you have expenses, so we, we've set up ways to capture those expenses and also ways to convert some of your, if, you, if your invention comes to fruition, the income on that can be long-term capital gain rather than ordinary income. So we could save half the ta income tax on the ultimate income from that. We've worked with some of the investments like some of our, our clients that, uh, that are doctors or anesthesiologists will invest in rental properties or they will invest in ranches. I just finished a project where a client purchased a $2 million ranch, so we had them outline the fencing and how many tanks and describe the tanks, and we we're able to, to the barns, the, any, other, any other hay structures or what's called horticultural structures or even the house that might be sitting there that the foreman the foreman house, we can actually set those up on a shorter depreciation schedule and uh, by doing that asset alloc uh, purchase allocation on the, on the purchase of the property. So those can be some significant first-year expenses uh, for, for a ranching operation. So I'm just throwing out some ideas that with a little structure and with a little strategy, we can save a significant amount of income tax. For sure. Um, and if, uh, thank you so much, that's fantastic information. Um, if any of uh, the people watching our uh, YouTube channel or listening to the podcast wanted to get a hold of you, um, would you want them to do that and how, how would you like them to do that? Sure, we, we're welcoming the opportunity to be a resource. My email is glenn, G-L-E-N-N-H, at cckcpa.com. And uh, that's CCK Strategies. Perfect. And we'll make sure to get that up on the website and everything. So if they want to follow up and see it and click on it there, they can. Okay. Excellent. Thank you again. Thank you, David.